Greetings, Viking country and greetings, world. Welcome to Viking Voices, the podcast where students and teachers come together to co-create the best possible high school community on Earth. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Viking Voices, actually our first episode of the 2023-2024 school year, and boy, do we have a hot topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about Open Campus, which is coming very soon to all three of our high schools, and I have three very special guests on the show today to talk about all of this, and hopefully uh, we can learn some stuff together about Open Campus. So let's go around the table and introduce ourselves. By the way, since it's the first podcast of of the year, my name is Mike Rinaldi, and I am the very proud principal of Wessel High School. You are? Hi, my name is Amparo Fabre. I am the new assistant principal at West Hill High School. Welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. And you are? I'm Kate Cognetti. I'm the 2025 co-president. Thank you so much for being here, Kate. And? I'm Arya Sharma. I'm the other class of 2025 class president. Arya, thank you for joining as well. So, Open Campus, we were talking a little bit before we started recording and a lot of questions about what it is, what I would want to maybe start with and just a a memory of mine, when I was appointed principal now seven years ago, this is my seventh year, a student from um, the Westward came to Ripwam where I was an AP to interview me for the school newspaper and he asked me my opinion, Noah Klein, by the way, shout out Noah Klein if you're listening, probably graduating from... uh, college this year anyway oh no he graduated right anyway i don't know that's a that's a another story but anyway noah klein asked me principal rinaldi what is your opinion on open campus and i shared with him that i thought it might be a good idea to try something like that if it was organized and if we could do it properly and so here we are seven years later and we're going to give this a try so let me start with our two student representatives on the show today what, when did you first hear that we were going to have open campus, either of you? Um, I actually heard about it through the uh, class of 2024 president when they asked us to come here. I didn't even know we were at Yeah, you didn't know. Okay. Yet. What about you, Kate? Um, I heard about it through a Spanish teacher. Okay. Okay. And what do you both think it is? So when you heard this was coming, what, what are you assuming? What are you wondering about? Um, I guess I'm wondering like what the qualifications are. Like, can anyone just leave mm-hmm. and come back or mm-hmm. um, does it, do they have to be maintaining certain grades or um, be considered like a better student than others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you thinking, Kate? Anything? Um, I was just wondering like when you can leave and if there's like um, only like lunch and study hall or like what time. Right. So those are some of the details we can get into right now. So let me, I'll start this and then I'll, I'm going to ask Ms. Fabre to speak a little bit about it. But Open Campus is going to be just for juniors and seniors. Um, it's a privilege, which means that there are some qualifications in order to participate. And um, so we're getting ready to launch this next week parent permission is required and uh we're doing a lot of work on that and i'm going to ask miss fabre to talk a little bit about some of the details so just like you mentioned it is a privilege and parents must give permission for students to leave campus Um, some of the times that they can leave campus is during late arrival early dismissal and um, during a study hall so if you have lunch during a study hall, then you can leave campus to go grab something or whatever you like to do. Um, that's a little bit about it. There are also some protocols such as um, your total amount of credits. So if you are a junior, you need to have 11.5 credits 
and you need to be in good academic standing. Also, if you're a senior, you need to have 17 credits, again, also in good academic standing. Um, and behavior is also part of that as well. Sure. So thank you, Ms. Fabre. Um, so what is it? So basically, to answer your question earlier, you you have to be on track to graduate on time. If you're not, and we're not, the requirement isn't that you have to have a 3.5 GPA or better, but you have to have demonstrated in your time here that you are a serious enough student that you're going to be graduating on time, ready to go. Otherwise, I think it would be irresponsible for us to allow you to leave campus. Because if you have that study or if you have that time, we should probably get you in some credit recovery to have you catch up so that you can graduate on time. And um, so students will be allowed to leave. And then what I'll ask our student representatives here, what do you think would be one of the more important expectations once you leave? That we don't crash. Oh, gosh. For, yes, obviously, that you definitely drive properly, take care of yourself. And I'm sure that's what your parents are thinking about every minute of every day. And as a parent of a young man now in 11th grade who's got his learner's permit, that's all I think about. But what would, from a school perspective, an academic perspective, what is the first expectation that wow. you what? That you're being responsible, I'd say. Like, you have to be on track with your work. You can't, like, just because you can leave doesn't mean that you always should or that you should yeah. always just, like, go and do whatever, drive around in circles. Like, you obviously shouldn't do something that would be a waste of time. Correct. What I'm thinking, though, is you better be back on time and in class before it's, you know, before the bell. And that's, I, I know that I share the concern some of our teachers have as well because we don't want open campus to maybe lead to students being tardy to class. And so I'm letting you both know, and perhaps much of the school, if they listen to the show today, if you're not back on time, then that privilege can and probably will be taking away, taken away from you. Now, all of this is going to be spelled out very clearly in a document that your parents have to sign. So Really, maybe we should have even started with this. No student will be allowed to participate in open campus without the expressed written permission from their parent. So we're getting a document together. Ms. Fabry, can you talk a little bit about what's going to be in that? Yes, the document is coming soon, I believe, by September 11th. And parents can find that in the parent portal in PowerSchool. So um, you'll have the general guidelines, the rules, expectations, um, and it, it can also be revoked. So if your parents decide, okay, you're slipping up with your grades, we have the right to revoke the the um, the, the document. And um, it's up to teachers as well if they see that you know you're coming in late. That's going to be brought to our attention, and this privilege will be removed as well. There you go. I think um, one. So you know, in my earlier, actually, when we started the show, I told you about. When um, I was interviewed for the school newspaper and I was asked the question, I thought it was a good idea. I'd like to expand on that a little bit, too. So why do I think it's something worth trying? Because in part, I think when you get to be an upperclassman, we have to be we have to provide you opportunities to exercise your independence in a responsible way. Because I think that's also what helps you to prepare for the next step after you leave high school, whether that's college or career, right? If you're old enough to have a driver's license 
and you're old enough. And, and so there are some specific things here for West Hill because of where our school is located. It's it would be hard to take advantage of open campus unless you did drive to school. That's just the reality of where we are. Obviously, at our sister school, Stanford High School, their location is such that kids, many more kids will take advantage probably of this because they can walk to get something to eat or to do just take a break here at West Hill because of, you know, just where we are. It's a little bit harder. But it, in either case, I think it is important to allow students to have that opportunity because if we just graduate you and, and you're off and you, and you haven't had a chance to really show some more independence, I don't know if we're doing you a service. So that's part of the reason why I think it's um, think it's a good idea um, to give it a shot. What other questions might you have about that? We talked about study hall. We talked about having to have the time. So here at West Hill, you need the time to be able to leave campus and get back on time. So the lunchtime, talk a little bit about that, Ms. Fabre, how we have to have the lunch with the um, study so hall. Probably. Lunch has to be embedded within a study hall in order for you to um, you know, participate in open campus. So let's say you have a, a science class you wouldn't during the lunch wave. You wouldn't be able to leave within those 20 minutes that you have for lunch or 30 minutes and come back just because of our location. So we decided that it's best that um, students who have a study hall during that lunch wave, they are the ones that can participate participate in open campus. Um, because remember, you have to be back within a certain time. So we wouldn't want you to be late for class because you were out at Mishmash or <laughs> wherever you go for lunch. Right. Um, you know, I wonder in, when we were talking about this, because we've had a lot of meetings um, and as a team, as an admin team, and we're wondering if some students might say, well, I can, I can make it back in 20 minutes or parents would want that opportunity. Maybe we, I don't know, maybe we adjust, but I can't fathom if I walked out of this building right now and got in my car to leave to go to something like me, or I don't know how I'd get back in 20 minutes, mm -hmm. but there might be a student who lives super close by who wants to go home for something during that time. Maybe we have to allow for that. So some of this we got to figure out. And although we're not piloting it, we're doing it, we are we we may adjust some of the, the rules and expectations as we go. But um, you know, we should be ready to go soon. So let's also talk. So you may be wondering too, how do our parents get give us permission, right? Well, first of all, let me ask you both. Do you both drive to school? Yeah. You you both have yeah. you, you don't drive. Okay. So you have your own car. Okay, you, mm -hmm. you drive to school. Is this something that you think you would take advantage of? Yes. Do you have a study hall around lunchtime? Yes. Okay, so this is something that's very viable for you. You may be wondering, how does my parent sign permission? How do we do that? Ms. Fabre, how's it going to work? So it's going to be in the parent portal in PowerSchool. So the same way you do the technology acceptable use agreement, we're going to have there a form for you to fill out for your parents to give you permission if they wish for you to participate in that. And that should be out by September 11th, we're hoping. Yep. Yeah. And um, all of the rules and regulations are there. So whenever you sign your name, because you have to, the students have to sign their name too, mm -hmm. and your parent has to sign, you need to know that once you sign that, you are essentially agreeing to all of the rules and regulations. So if something goes wrong, and I'm not assuming anything's going to go wrong with you guys, but if something does go wrong, 
you signed it and that's that, right? So you have to make sure that you understand all of those details. Um, so now you don't drive to school, but you have friends that, yeah, right. um, I'll get my license in like a month and a half. Okay. So that, so that makes that's, and then you'll be driving to school yeah. too. So that's a good point. One of the things we were discussing was, should there be a deadline for participation? And for a couple of reasons, we thought, no, it should just roll along for students who do get their license and stuff. So, or, or sometimes maybe parents might feel, I don't think you're ready for open campus. Show me you're going to really work hard between now and the end of first semester, and maybe you'll you know be able to do that the second semester. Um, have you have any other students been talking about it? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are excited. Um, mm-hmm. Like it always felt like things were so strict. Like other schools, they can go out. Like mm-hmm. um, especially people that have family members, like my cousins, they they have open campuses. A lot of them. So I think where do they they where do they go to um, school? They go to school. They don't. They go in uh, New York. Oh, so okay. They, yeah. Yeah. But um, a lot of people like they've always wanted an open campus and mm-hmm. that sort of like freedom and responsibility. So I think um, the majority of students are really excited, especially if they have their license. Yeah, for sure. I actually did. You see, I posted. I caught a couple kids in the, in the parking lot the other day, and they were leaving. They thought open campus had already started, and so I had them come over and. We did a quick little video and I called it a public service announcement to let everybody know that um, open campus didn't start yet. And there were a bunch of comments and some of the students who've graduated in the past couple of years commented, oh, sure. Now you're going to have open campus. Where was it when I went to West Hill? So you guys are going to be the first group of students to be able to take advantage of this. It's also the other thing that is important maybe for you all to know is it's going to be board policy. This isn't just a West Hill decision or a Stanford High decision. This is a Stanford Public Schools decision to give this a try. And um, so that's a, that's a pretty big deal. So um, yeah, take advantage of it, but let's do it right. So the policy, so the policy doesn't change. Um, what other questions might you have about what, um, what it's about? I guess like if someone didn't have a study hall and they did leave during their lunch wave, how would like, do you have to check before someone leaves or do they just leave? That's a good question. So we ha- that's an excellent question. So we have to, um, we have an, an idea of how we're going to do some of this. There was a, the possibility of using an app. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Minga. No. So it's an app that they piloted at Stanford High last year that kind of tracks kids. But then we were wondering if that's a little bit too much to have an app and not everybody maybe even has a phone. And can we force everybody to use the app? I don't know about that. I think what we're going to do, at least for now, is have some indication in how does that work in power school? So what we're in power school, we'll have an icon saying that the student is eligible for um, open campus. So there'll be some sort of icon on there. And then I think it's just signing in and signing out. Yeah. So at the security may not. So, so that's, they can. Ver- yeah. That way they'll verify. The yes, the student has open campus. They can leave. OK, so it, it might be a little um, awkward in the beginning because you'll have to go to the main lobby in uh, Finch building in this building and you would go to the desk and you you clear it with security on your way out and so for those students who take advantage and maybe don't do that then they may lose their privilege now ultimately what we maybe can do too is if we work with Miss Tobin when um, we're doing pictures maybe we could put something on the on the ID on the on the student ID or something like that to indicate it, but, you know, we'll have to work it out. Some, we're definitely going to have, you know, some growing pains as we figure it all out. 
but um, I know if we work together, we'll we'll make it work. Um, all right, good questions. What else? What else can we cover? Any other questions, Kate? Either um, of you? If you have your license, but maybe your friend doesn't, mm-hmm. who's also like a junior or senior, mm-hmm. can they leave with you? Yeah. Yeah. And, as long and as they have parent permission. As long as they yeah, as long as they have parent permission. And you know that I say that so as your principal and as a parent, kids in cars, I don't know. It always concerns me. Right? But I know too that many of our students come to school together in cars and then they leave at dismissal time in the same car. Right? So to not allow a student who doesn't have a car who gets a ride from their friend to not participate, I don't think that that's right either. So maturity is going to be really important here. And earlier we talked about making sure you're back to school on time, but that's going to mean too, any because we watch the parking lots, we have cameras too, and we have people in security cars. If I see students if I, or I become aware of students rushing to get back and flying into the parking lot because they don't want to be late, then maybe open campus wasn't for you. You got to figure out how to do this if you want to take advantage of it the correct way or, you know, we're just going to shut it down. But those, those, that's a very good question. Yes. The answer to your question is yes. A student without a car can leave with their friend. But, you know, the other thing is, there's no piling in cars. Everybody in that car better have a seatbelt, right? All those things. All those things. Ms. Faber, what am I missing? I just want to say, again, the student has to have parent permission. Right. That's the thing. Like, they don't have to have a driver's license or have a car. They must have parent permission in order for them to get in that car and leave campus with you. Right. And just to piggyback off what you're saying, um, you have to operate your vehicle in a safe, legal manner. Um, in order for your privileges not to be revoked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when are we going to start this? I, I think the September 11th was the day we were going to begin allowing that to happen. Parents will obviously sign permission in some kind of rolling way. Not everybody's going to be on, you know, to being able to take advantage the same day. And certainly, and I want to make sure I definitely get this message out to everybody. While you're waiting for your parents to sign, don't leave campus or that signature is not going to mean anything because it's going to revoke your right to participate in open campus before you even got started. So you have to wait until your parents sign. And are we going to have some kind of indication that we've received it or how are we going to let them? I'm sure we'll have some sort of indication and you'll see it as soon as you get that icon in power school. We'll send out a messenger. There you go. Maybe that would be it. Like once your icon is in power school, then that's probably when you can start because that's, the only way we'll be able to verify when you're leaving that you have permission to leave. I'm wondering, you know, I went to West Hill, girls. I would have, ne- I never had a car. I didn't have a car until I graduated from college, okay? So I would have never been able to take advantage of open campus. You guys are, that's pretty cool that you guys can do that. So, yeah, so I guess Mishmash is going to, Mishmash is going to be happy. Yeah. Mish- and then, you know what's, what, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. You already know? Yeah. What's Shack. what? Yeah, what's what's getting built down at the bottom of Bull's head? Shake Shack. Shake Shack. They're going to be very happy too, because I think, in a matter of fact, when sh- I mean, I don't know, but I think I think kids are going to be loving Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. <laughs> but you got to be back on back time. On time. That's like over at Stanford High. You know the don't um, uh, Dunkin' Donuts and then the pizza place over there. They've been making a fortune off of Stanford High kids for like sixty years. But um, it's all good. I, I do think um, we have a student body by and large that's mature enough to do this correctly. The other thing would be this too. The assumption is most kids taking advantage of open campus are doing so because they like to go get something to eat. You better finish it before you get out of the car or when you're back. And I don't care if you get out of your car and you're eating on the way up to the school, but you better throw it out before you enter because as always, just like I shut down Uber Eats, we're not allowing kids to come into the school with food. So you're leaving, you're getting something to eat, you have to get that done. And if you're doing this right and you're taking um, and you're participating in open campus because your lunch also has a study hall, you have the time because the block schedule allows for that. Part of the reason why we really couldn't do a viable open campus in the past was because our schedule didn't allow for it. But because our classes now are 88 minutes, there's definitely enough time to be able to handle some of that. Any other questions? If you have study hall and you leave mm -hmm. and you leave uh -huh. to go get food or whatever, um, would you be marked absent in that class since you're gone for more than 15 minutes? That's a that's a good question. We ha will have to. If you have open campus and you have the icon that indicates that you're you're taking advantage of that, that's a good question. We have to figure out, we have to make sure teachers, I think it just comes down to making sure that teachers are aware of who those students are so that any day that you're not there, you're not marked absent from the study hall because we don't want the attendance thing to, but that's a good question. Yeah, we, that is a good thank question. you, Kate. We didn't really think about that. That's another reason why we needed to have the podcast because I knew you guys would come up with questions for us. So that's something that we have to remember to, to address. That's a very good question. What else? What else? I don't know. I, I think, I think we've um, covered a lot. I think we've mm -hmm. covered a lot and I, I think, um, Again, what we'll have to figure out as, as we move forward is what are the things that we need to tweak? What are the things that are working well? What are the things that need to improve? It's going to be a work in progress, but we have enough organized to get it started. And um, I just think everybody has to be patient. And um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I just thought of this, but yeah, go if you're leaving early, mm -hmm. can you and you have open campus? Can you just sign out and then not sign back in? That's a, so. If your if your lunch wave in that study hall goes up to the end of the day, you're saying yeah, yeah. The answer is yes. How about that? Some some of you seniors, well, you guys are juniors, but some of the seniors are going to be able to leave like real or like wow, what a school day. What are we doing here, Miss Fabre? <laughs> what kind of school? That's, yes, but the answer is yes, of course. There'd be no reason for you to come back, right? Unless you wanted to. I mean, listen. Unless you're coming back for sports. Oh, right. Or coming back like for that. sports, extracurricular activities, all of that. And quite honestly, I, I don't know. I, I know when I was a kid, I would probably, if I had that study hall at the end of the day and I wanted to get that homework done, I might be a little bit more, yeah, you're smiling. I might be a little more focused if I stayed in school that day because if I got home, I'd probably get distracted, right? So you might want to, you know, consider that. And when, when you feel like you have to come back because you want to take advantage of that study hall to get something done or you're involved in something else in school and you have permission to do that, then you need to do it that way. Because just because you have permission to take advantage of open campus doesn't mean you have to do it every day. You, you exercise that.
privilege when you want to. Okay. Hmm. Anything else? All right. So let's just review. And I'm going to make sure, Miss Fabre. I love the way she wanted to reiterate it. What's the most important thing, Miss Fabre, for students who want to participate in open campus? Uh, parent permission. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't start until your parents sign in the portal and we have the icon next to your name in PowerSchool, right? And then I'll ask our student representatives today, and thank you again for joining us. What are some of the important things for you to remember if you want to continue to exercise your open campus privilege? Uh, you have to come back on time. Yeah, um, not in a rushed way. Yeah. Okay. Um, and be responsible with it because it's a privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't walk in eating food. Don't be bringing food into the building. They're really upset about that. And I think that's it. So we're going to give this a try. Stay tuned for more open campus coming officially to West Hill beginning September 11th. Get ready. And I usually end the podcast by saying this. Okay, so if it's corny, it's corny. But this is the way I like to say it. Ready? So do you remember, did you learn about John F. Kennedy's inaugural address? You do know who John F. Kennedy was? Yes. President of the United States? Yeah. 60s? So he said, he had a very famous line in his inaugural address, and he said, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I feel the same way about school. We shouldn't always ask what our school can do for us, but what can we do for our school? And you both helped us out. And you too, Ms. Fabre. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you. You all helped us out, get the message out about Open Campus, and I appreciate all of you. All right. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.